We are here uh, again with uh, so and and Robert is the the I don't know if you knew this he is the master of pronunciation and he unfortunately is not joining us and I'll forget everything. It's James Aquilone. Yes. Ah, yes. Oh, yep. and and this is not edited, Robert. So don't think I did this three times. Sometimes he, <laughs> he he blames me for editing stuff. All right. We're yeah. here, man. James, you look good. James has got that nice Raglan T-shirt on, which we're going to talk yeah, about okay. here. The Night Stalker uh, baseball Raglan T-shirt. The man, Colsack's got the bats and the cross. You know, great. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And not yeah. only that, but to top it off, he has the greatest Justice League member. He has their hat on. Uh, Aquaman. Aquaman, greatest Justice League member. Man, Jeff Johns' run on Aquaman, fantastic. Loved it when he started the New Fifty Two. And you know, Aquaman's the best member of the Justice League. I don't know what people want to say. Yeah, when I was a kid, since my name is Aqualone, they would. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I should have made that connection. Oh, I got that a lot. So I always had uh, Aquaman stuff. Man, that's cool. I made. So me and my girlfriend, my wife now, we were girlfriend. She's my girlfriend at the time. We went to FYA or something. They had like the mimic orange shirts with like the scales and the Aquaman logo. Mm -hmm. I said, and they had our sizes. We got to get these to match. And she said, I'm never going to wear this if I get it. I said, <laughs> I said, Sarah, please just get this. And she has yet to wear it to this day. But I wear mine all the time. I should have worn it. If I would known you was going to wear that, I'd have worn mine. I'll wear it next I, time. I, I think I had the Aquaman underoos when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. The, the little, they had the underwear set. Did they have the t-shirt underwear set? Is that yeah, what yeah. It was? yeah. And you had like the orange uh, underwear. and Yeah, I love those colors. I, you know, the green and the Oh, man. Uh, I know. I don't. I don't know if they're, they even go good together, but I love them. Man, that, that Aquaman. <laughs> it works with Aquaman. Oh, it did. But we're not here to talk about Aquaman, no matter how much we would probably want to. We're here to talk about the the struggling Colshack Kickstarter. We're trying to get this thing on track because what what yeah, did you say? You said it's only at six hundred dollars, right? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, oh is it sixty thousand? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I missed a few zeros there. What? Well, what's it up to now? Have you checked it now, recently? Uh, last time I checked, it was almost seventy three. <sighs> I checked it. I feel like I checked it yesterday, and it was at like sixty something. Yeah, it's, it's really oh, been taken off uh, since Friday. Man, that is uh, fantastic. So my joke doesn't even hold up anymore. I was gonna make a funny joke about it being six hundred instead of sixty thousand, but that's at seventy three thousand. So I can't even make that joke anymore. <laughs> but yeah, and I've noticed like so many sites sharing it, so many places I wouldn't have thought I'd seen it. Like I'm seeing it there. Yeah, I think. Um, I think that's when you when when you well when we get into the story, but. When uh, a lot of people were talking about it on Twitter, like starting like Friday and Saturday. So I, I think it's kind of taking on a life its own. And I, I don't have to now, you know, tweet and post as much because people are sharing it on their own. Yeah. I, I mean, and, it, and that, that's, you know, that's pretty awesome that that's sort of happening. But so let's, I wanted to go over the kickstart a little bit and talk about it and just talk about what we're looking at. So if, would you walk people through when they first say they, they go to the page, they hit back this project what do they see? Like, what what are the rewards? And to sort of explain, not, you don't have to go into deep detail, but just give us what we're basically looking at, I guess. Well, basically, you're looking at the uh, the anthologies, um, and that's coming in really two flavors. You can get the deluxe hardcover, which is going to have now 11 comic book stories, because we added Hardman, uh, and it will have uh, uh, 10 pro stories. Yeah, and I'll have the introduction and, and the the essays like from uh, Mark Dewidziak, and then we'll have just the soft cover paperback, and that'll just have the eleven comic book stories, and then we can just do the you'll you can just do the comic book version 
of it, which will have three uh, stories from uh, the anthologies. And the hardcover will have a variant uh, cover. That's the uh, the J.K. Woodward uh, Batman. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the uh, one that's when I backed because I love that cover. And, and there's also so there's that blue looking the blue cover, too. At the Jerry Ordway. Yeah. And then there's yeah, so the standard are the two covers you can get for the hardcover. Hard yeah. And so that's what you're looking at. So with the soft cover, it's going to be a $32 pledge. That's going to be come with the anthology paperback and the PDF. And then you can add the print with it for 39. And so tell us about that print. How did that come about? John Jennings. He, yeah. he had contacted me and said, I'm a big Kolchak fan. You know, I'd like to get in, involved somehow. And, uh, He's a writer and an artist, so he does some really good artwork. So I said, why don't you do like a, a print or something? And uh, he came out with this. It was great. And uh, we added that to the campaign last week. And uh, people already picked up a bunch of them. We're only going to do 200. And he's going to sign all of them. And he's going to number them. Uh, maybe even like half halfway through that run. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely looks like it was taken off. And it's only $8 to add onto it. So... I mean, that's a, you, you can't really beat that, can you? No, it's only eight bucks. And, uh, you know, it's, that's going to be, you know, that's an exclusive limited edition. So you, you will not be able to get that. I, I don't think, uh, after this campaign. Yeah. So, I mean, that, th- that's it for that. And that's 39. We have the Worley signed, uh, Kolchak 50th anniversary anthology, and that's the novel. And it's got the PDF version. That's going to be signed. It's paperback. There's only four of those left at the moment we're speaking. And you know, 42 bucks for a signed graphic novel. I'd challenge you to go anywhere, go on anywhere and find any graphic novel signed by anybody for, you know, 42 bucks. No. And a lot of the signed stuff already sold out. I think we have a couple more of, uh, the Worley. looks like four. I- or I don't know if we have any more of uh, the J.K. Woodward. I even had to add another 20, and they're selling out really fast. I think you got the signed uh, edition. Uh, I got whatever the 100 and let's see. I got this collector set. Oh, okay. That's the J.K. Woodward, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I added the the $4 for the uh, the Raglan, which that's another thing. Oh. Be, be sure that if you are getting this, is there a spot to, after you say you back this, is there a spot to add, I think you would just have to go and add a manual $4 mm-hmm. pledge, correct, if it don't, for the Raglan team. Yeah, because Kickstarter makes some of this thing, some of it hard. Uh, you can't, you, you have to create like a reward tier that has yeah. all the stuff. They don't really allow you to like pick and choose uh, what you want like and put it into like a cart. So I have to kind of create the package. Yeah. So, um, Instead of creating a, a second tier that for both t-shirts, I, I figured it was just easier to just say, hey, just add the four bucks and uh, we can just give you the uh, the other t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And we and, and so we're going to just start from, we're going to look at the, so the Cole Shack Collector set, the variant, it's got 73 left. Uh, it's It's got that, that variant cover we were talking about the it's comes with the 50th it comes with the deluxe version of course hardcover the one shot comic the poster the shirt and the print and this is the the 50th print the regular print that black and white has the dates on it correct one of the dates but it's the print from the the kickstarter okay okay yeah but it sort of has that same look on it it's but you get the poster too yeah yeah so you got that for 125 uh and then you can get the three buck bundle for 125 as well this is a different tier uh, you get the paperback, and you also get both hardcovers, the variant right. and the regular, and then you get a PDFs of, of all three as well. Uh, and you got 171 of that. Uh, the collector set, which I think is what I opted for, was it's a 115. It comes with the graphic novel deluxe. It comes with the PDF 
one shot comic, which you're doing the one shot comic. And I've saw, mm-hmm. I've seen people picking up that story as well. Just that image. I mean, that's a great image. That was, tell me about that. Was that unused artwork for a, uh, uh graphic novel? Oh yeah. The Dan Brayton, um, cover. Yeah. It looks great. That was an amazing cover. It was supposed to be, um, I think it was a, a graphic novel. I think Ed Gorman wrote it. Or was it a prose book? Yeah. But um, it never came out. I think, because, I think Ed Gorman died that year that was supposed to come out. And I, and I guess they, they never published the, the book. So that, that amazing cover has just been sitting around for like the last five or six years. So I asked Joe about it at Moonstone. And I said, can we use this cover? I mean, um, it fits my story perfectly because my story is about the satanic panic. Oh, yeah. And, and the image is Kolchak standing in front of, I guess it's Satan. So I was like, this is perfect. So I was like, let's use this cover since, you know, it's never been published and uh, it's amazing. So we used that cover and then we broke it, uh, broke out my story. My story will still be in the anthology as well. Uh, yeah. But then we're just going to do, I guess, like really call it like a mini anthology because I'll have three stories from the anthology. I didn't pick the other two yet. We'll see. Uh, but it'll be my story, two other stories from the anthology. Uh, and we have the cool Dan uh, Brayton uh, cover. He yeah. did uh, agree to sign some of them, but they sold out very quickly. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think hours. I think I grabbed one. Maybe I think I'd, I had to go back and change my change it real quick. Yeah, because they they yeah. literally went in like I think like two hours or something like that. Yeah, you you have to be quick on stuff, and and that's another thing too is one thing you need to keep an eye on. So if you go to the page what we're talking about, you go to the Kickstarter page. There's going to be a part a portion that says updates that mm-hmm. that you're going to want to keep an eye on. You should get if you've already backed it as well. You should get the emails. But if you if you scroll down, there's going to be the campaign rewards FAQs. The far right, you're going to have updates. So keep an eye on that because as quick as this has been backed, there's updates. Man, I would say nearly every other day almost. Maybe not that frequent. Yeah, I think we did five already uh, or so in the in two but weeks. It, yeah, it seems like we've been, there was two or three in the past, like just from maybe the middle of last week to, to today, you know. Yeah, and there's going to be a bunch more uh, coming up. Yeah, and so, I mean, it, this is really crazy uh, what all's happening here. So if you go back to back this project and this is mostly, this is not like, Hey, we're not interviewing. We want to help people understand what, cause a lot of people, I think you've seen so many people, especially in the, in the cold shack groups, not understanding what's coming in. And, you yeah. know, cause this is different. This is a lot different than going to like a publisher or something, going to the web Moonstone's yeah, website. Buying something. Confusing. Like I said, with the tiers and the add-ons cause Kickstarter just, uh, started to allow the add-ons before yeah. you have to like wait until after um, the campaign and maybe do it through backer kit. So I think a lot of people aren't familiar with the add-ons because you don't see the add-ons until you pick a reward tier. And then once they go to the next page, then a list will drop down uh, below your pledge and then you can pick any of the, the add-ons and then you can just add it on to your pledge. So I think a lot of people are missing um Stuff like the T-shirts and the posters and the prints, because uh, I know a lot of people said, "Oh, I didn't even know you had the T-shirts," because on Kickstarter they kind of don't uh, organize the page very well. So you just have this one big yeah. long page. So you have to scroll down all the way to the bottom, and you'll see the add-ons. And um, and we have a lot of stuff. So yes, uh, and we have previews of the stories. Um, so it's a long page. So 
So definitely scroll down to the bottom of the page. You'll see the uh, the T-shirts and, and the posters. I've been trying to highlight that stuff and then like uh, tweet it out and uh, and, and yeah. post about it on Facebook so people do see uh, what else we have. But pretty much, here's what you're looking at. With now, I mean, we had some big ticket items. Those dioramas, they're sold out. So you can't yeah, get those. Pretty quick too. But that, we had the, 12 of those. Yeah. Paul Spangler does these amazing uh, dioramas, um, and he, he's made a a special one just for the 50th anniversary. So those are ones that he's never done before. Yeah. And I don't know if he'll do them again. I mean, he does have a special placard that comes with it that says 50th anniversary. Oh, yeah. So. It, it looks it looks really great. And he's been in the call show, and that's one of the things. So, <laughs> I, I don't know, of course, James can see behind me. I'm a big figure guy. So, you know, that's something especially to me. I've seen him in the Cole Shack groups making these things like for a while. So the fact that he got to yeah, be involved, really cool. so the fact that he got to be involved with that is really cool, really awesome. But pretty much if you're pledging on any of the tiers, $100 and up, you're going to get the complete anthology, the one-shot comic, the poster, the print, and the T-shirt. That's what you're going to get. Now, the T-shirt is that standard Batman looking. It's going to be black with the Batman-style Cole Shack logo unless you add $4 to your pledge to get the Raglan tee because it, it's going to be more more money to produce, of course. So just so if say if you want to get this hundred dollars set, the Colshack Collector set, the soft cover edition, it's going to come with that one shot comic poster print T shirt, and the PDF of course, and the soft cover paperback. And when you go, you're going to click on it, and it's going to give you an option. Whenever after you click on it, it's going to say a uh, bonus support. You just add the four dollars there, and you will be set, and you'll get the Raglan T shirt because I definitely don't want anybody to miss out on that that Raglan T shirt. And don't worry about size, and all that will be figured out at the end. Right. Because I know James has a lot on his plate, so he's looking at that, and that probably has to be the last thing. But there is specific tiers that include the Cole Shack T-shirt, like the anthology hardcover and the T-shirt that just comes with the book. The P- and do all the books come with PDFs? Uh, all the print books come with with the PDFs. So that's going to be rolled in. I'm not going to, you know, say both from now on. But you, if you, if it says the hardcover, you're getting both, and you're going to get the hardcover and the Raglan T for eighty two. So. That's that tier. Then you're going to get the $75 tier. Pretty much you're just going to step down. The Cole Shack 50, that's going to be the hardcover and the soft cover. But you're not getting the variant, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And then for 70, you're going to get the signed. There's only two of those left at this time. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I added the note 20. So. So at this time, this could be sold out. If, if you're, I don't think we're going to add any more for, for, for JK's uh, cover. Because, you know, I have to then ship it to him. You have to ship it back to me. There's a lot of hands touching this, yeah. Yeah, yeah it becomes expensive to do the sign stuff. But I will I will be adding some sign stuff. So I had I, I asked in the last uh, update what people wanted, uh, or who, which contributors uh, they wanted to see. So I'll reach out to some of the contributors this week and see who else wants to um, sign some books. And then we'll, we'll, we'll add that this week uh, or maybe next week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, and, and if you want your voice to be heard, I mean, James is very accessible. I, I see James all, <laughs> all the time. It seems, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that green dot off on your messenger. I don't know what happens. <laughs> so, um, if you need I'm to get, very late, very so, late. So if you need, I actually, you know, maybe James, are you a vampire? We've, we've, we've said that Mark DeWoodsiak was, but uh, you know, James may be the vampire here. Maybe they're both in it together. If I was a vampire, my life wouldn't change very much. The hours would not change at all because I do keep vampire hours. I work nights, so you know it all works well for me. Oh yeah, but I'm sleeping in the morning and, and it's the afternoon, and I'm up all night. 
Yeah, so definitely. So if you need him, he he is easily found, especially on Twitter. Message me at three in the morning. Go ahead. You know he may he may he 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 probably he'll actually probably even message you back before you even hit send on it. You're like, oh, what the hell? I don't know how that. Um. So so we're and and this may seem a little redundant to some of you out there who's like, I've already backed this. I know what I'm doing, but this is you know just to help everybody out. And this may not be a podcast for everybody. So, you know, just, just take that with a grain of salt because uh, – We'll be adding stuff, and, and we're adding a very big uh, contributor soon. Yeah, and I think I mentioned his name, but maybe – Steve Niles, is that who you're talking about? And uh, Yeah. And and see, at this point, I'm <laughs> this will not – I will not post anything about this until I see the, the go-ahead. But Yeah. Let's just talk about – can we talk about that for a second, and, and I'll clip really, – It was really you, so uh, we, we owe that to you. I mean – I really didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> well, it, you messaged me and said, "Hey, get it." You know, Steve Niles is interested in uh, maybe writing a I'm like, "What? Where did this come from?" But well, I think you, you totally uh, got the ball rolling on that. Well, I was inspired by that Kolshak the Raglan tee, so I thought, "Man, I'm going to set him up for." I'm the catcher here. You're the you're the one pitching the strikes. <laughs> I'm just getting it in the strike zone and teeing right. you up. You know, so that was pretty much me getting it getting it primed and seeing if he would uh if he could if he would get back yeah, on it. Worked out really well and so he followed you he followed me and maybe we'll get a, a of course we're going to get a, a story out of it which i'm super excited if you i've got all my comics on my shelves now and i've got a whole section of the of the uh, 30 days of nine all the crossovers uh-huh. i got the infestation idw books oh, okay. and then i've got the the x-file story he did which was amazing oh, okay so, i just bought um his um his book with um bernie wrightson the yes Frankenstein. Yeah, that was another one that I had. Yeah, I just bought, I just got that like like a couple of months ago. Yeah, really awesome. And and of course, and I think y'all are looking for a artist for that book, or have you found one? No, we're still we're still looking because that just happened. Like, uh, yeah, it was just ago. and was, I kept I kept like confirming with Steve. It's like, really? You know can what we, this? You know what the, we we, this? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. And so who will we, who you look, so if we're eyeing this and, and this gets thrown out on Twitter and we're tagging people, who we, who are you looking for? Like, and, and you can name multiple names, not in any particular order, just people that come to mind that you think, man, they would knock a Cole Shack book out of the park. Well, my, my, my top choice for artists is always Alex Ross. Oh <laughs> yeah. So Alex Ross, you're hearing this right now. Go ahead and message James. You can at Cole Shack. No, you 50. do have to tweet him because oh. you can work. I say, Hey Alex, um, you know, I'd love to see uh, you draw a Cole Shack. Well, it, the only reason I think it worked with Steve is because I've been following him for a while just because I've loved oh, okay. the, the stuff and I tweet at him randomly. He'll post pictures of his turtle gill and I'll be like, man, I love the posts about <laughs> gill and stuff. And he sees it. And I, and I think he, and he even said that he'd do podcast at one point, And I think, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Steve Niles, all these people, Rodney okay. Barnes, everybody involved with this, I guarantee you, is super busy, but they love Kolchak so much they're taking time aside to do this. Yeah. So, yeah, because we wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to get all these big names for any other project, uh, but they're really big Kolchak fans. So you know, they were like, oh, I, this is a huge opportunity for them. And they're, and they're thanking me. They're like, like, like guys like Steve Niles, right? I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Thank well, you. Man, it's 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 crazy that this is all sort of falling to place. But oh, and who was uh? Let's see, who else? Who else would would be an artist? Man, I'd love a, a Jason Alexander, a Sean, a Jason Sean Alexander. He did the Philadelphia books with Rodney. Maybe get him with Steve Niles. See what that looks like. I don't know yeah, if he. We, we had asked him because he we, we wanted him to do a Rodney's story. Oh yeah, did he was busy. Um, you know, I 
And I, you know, I always say Mike Manola too. Oh yeah. I, I shoot really high. Oh well, you know what? What are you gonna do? You shoot, I'm gonna. Uh, how do you? Now I can. Now I've read his and you know Scott's not. Uh, Scott Snyder was one of my favorite artists too, or one of my favorite writers. And one of his artists for the Batman book, New Fifty Two Batman book. I don't know if you read it. Was how do you say his last name? Greg Cap Capella. But that Batman run where he did like the that was amazing. Maybe we could get him do it to do a Steve Nolan's book. Or the sky's a limit, right? Yeah. I don't know who. Because there's a lot of people influenced by Kolshak. That's the thing, though. Like, Kolshak, you wouldn't think of some of the inspirations you see. Like, hey, I was inspired by Kolshak. Some of the people who come out and say that, you're like, you were inspired by Kolshak, you know? Yeah, because um, after we launched the campaign, then a lot of, uh, like, writers and artists were putting up um, stuff. that Like, oh, we put Kolshak in uh, this. I saw uh, that, yeah. Like, Nancy Collins, who's in the book, uh, put up uh, a couple of pages that she did, I think, for a Swamp Thing. and. Russ Braun uh, had uh, drawn in uh, Kolchak in a, in a Swamp Thing story, I think it was. And so that was really yeah. cool. And then Rodney Barnes put up uh, some panels from Philadelphia where they yeah. they threw in Kolchak. Uh, so people have been doing it. People have been throwing Kolchak into uh, comics for a, for a while. And that's how I first met New. That's how we started the podcast, and I was catching up. Somebody had recommended, I don't even remember where I got, somebody recommended Philadelphia. I was reading back through it, and I saw. I saw Kolchak in the book and I said, wait a second. I saw, there's no way. And so I hit him up on, I randomly just cold and Rodney, man, he, if he hears like his ears perk up, he, if he hears Kolchak, you know, a couple, you know, a mile away, he'll, he'll come running, you know? So I, I, I hey man, you know, were you in, this is Kolchak in here. Would you want to come on the podcast? I think we had 20 followers at the time. We don't have any more than that now, but we don't have too many, but he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll join the podcast. And I was like, man you know because rodney man he he's great and everybody involved with this project is pretty great like it's just home run after home run of names and which is part of the reason why you had to you're running out of room for the short story for the pros because it's just like you keep adding more Um, that's the problem is that um we already started with 10 10 stories and then um we added to it last week with the the gabriel hardman um story he's going to write and uh, illustrate a story yeah and then see now to be 12 stories and then yeah that that uh that hardcover with the pro stories that's going to get really big um so that's why i'm asking people please write write very short stories yeah we're gonna have a 500 page book hey but this you're teeing your but this is like a tee up for volume two though right you know yeah because next year next we could break it into two books or several books yeah i mean uh that's great about the Kickstarter is that during the the campaign, the book and the the campaign just get can get bigger and bigger, and then people hear about it and they say, "Hey, uh, I want to join it." So you don't know once you launch that campaign what's going to happen by the end of it. You know, you might start out with a very kind of modest project, and then by the end, it's just a monster. So I never expected like Steve Niles to uh, to join the campaign at all because i wanted him for my last uh anthology the classic monsters unleashed because he's a huge classic monsters fan and i had tried to reach out to him but i i couldn't get an email and um i think i found the email i think it was like for his production company or something and i and i i I, I emailed him there but i never got a response so i didn't even think of trying to tweet or use twitter because usually anything I do on Twitter, you know, just, you know, falls flat and no one ever responds to me. So that didn't work out. And then so I was like, Steve Downs is definitely one of those guys that's like top of my list. So 
once people like see the campaign and it's been getting around uh, quite a lot, uh, people get excited and then all of a sudden all these people start joining in. And, and yeah, I've been getting tons of messages from people saying, do you have any more room? And unfortunately, you know, with Steve Niles, I have to make room. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was hoping, man, when he did that, when he replied back, because I was just like, oh my gosh. And I was like, hey, hey, James, James, I got something like, I don't know if you've ever, <laughs> you ever been fishing, you have something on the line and it's so big right. that you, that you got to get help getting it in the boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Steve is a huge classic monsters fan every single day every morning he posts a screenshot or something from a movie and sometimes i would say 15 percent of the time i might know the movie but most of the time i'm like what in the hell is this movie that he's there's a ro- there's a huge robot that looks there's some small women i don't know what this is you know um but yeah, then some, would have been great for classic monsters. Too. Yeah, and then sometimes you get something like Plan Nine from Outer Space. I'm like, oh, I, I got that one. I got Plan Nine somehow. Uh, <laughs> but but man, Steve is, and he seems like a real wholesome guy. I don't know him personally, but just his posts are great and uh, great addition to this. So so to go back, we were at the uh, sixty six dollar version, which comes with the soft cover and the baseball tee. So you get that. The sixty dollar comes with the the anthology variant cover, just the hardcover variant by itself. Of course, we, we I think we talked about the when we got back to the fifty five dollar with the Jennings print for fifty five, which just comes with the regular hardcover, the regular hardcover and the print. Then you got, of course, the fiftieth anthology deluxe hardcover without the print, which is forty eight or forty two. You get the Worley Sun Colshack. We talked about that, and yeah, we talked about everything else. So now that we have that covered, say you go ahead and click your pledge if you want the if your if your package comes with a t-shirt, go ahead and add that four dollars. If it doesn't come specifically say Raglan T, you're gonna go pledge. And then when you hit pledge, it's gonna open up like a whole nother tab, and you're gonna have to figure out like if you have you don't want to double buy stuff too. Like that's one thing I did the first time was I bought something extra because I'd already had it in one of my packages, so I'd go back. But so after you back that, you're gonna have the choice of the Jennings print. For eight bucks, you can add on if if you don't have it in your in your lot. You can add the one shot comic PDF uh, for eight. You can add the Colshack fiftieth print for nine. The Colshack fiftieth anthology PDF for twelve. The Colshack fiftieth one shot comic book, the actual physical book for twelve. You can get the Colshack fiftieth anthology PDF for fifteen. That's the deluxe version. You can get the Colshack fiftieth poster for sixteen, and these are all add ons. Colshack fiftieth anthology paperback for thirty two plus three shipping. You get the Batman T-shirt for thirty-two. You get Colshack the Night Stalker Raglan T for thirty-six. You get the Colshack, and then you can add the Colshack fiftieth anthology deluxe hardcover for forty-eight plus three shipping. And and typically it's gonna be five. Is it mostly five dollars for United States shipping? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's five bucks for most stuff, unless it's like um, several books. Yeah, which you're which truthfully, James, James, you're probably losing money on that, aren't you, on the shipping? Uh, probably. Um, shipping is the most horrible thing yes. with these Kickstarter campaigns because I never know what um, the prices are going to be uh, six months or so when we're about to ship. I'm now shipping out Classic Monsters Unleashed. Yeah. So I'm afraid <laughs> what the uh, the postage uh, is going to cost me. Uh, I think I ran some of the numbers for this campaign and I think uh, after the, the artwork, the the postage would be the second, um, you know, biggest expense. Oh, probably those those long tubes, right? Actually, that's that's why um, 
I'm not making the poster available overseas because the poster um, is going to ship separately in a tube. And to ship just that tube overseas would probably be like like 20 or 25 bucks. So you you wouldn't want to do that and just get the poster and then also pay like 25 bucks for, for your book. Uh, so, I mean, that sucks because, uh, in fact, I just had somebody today uh, from the UK. I didn't realize he was from the UK and he kept saying, I don't see the poster available as an add-on. And I was like, I don't understand why. And then I saw he was from the UK. Um, I mean, the only thing I could do would be like to fold it up, but I don't think anyone wants no, to fold it no. up. Poster. <laughs> um, so there's really nothing I can do unless you really wanted um, the poster and you want to pay like the, the 25 uh, bucks for it. I mean, like in the U.S., uh, the tube is like maybe like two bucks, three bucks. Yeah, that's so not so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to put it in a tube. I don't want to fold it up like like the old days when you just get those magazines and these have the yes, yeah, close to the middle and it was folded up and. No, yeah. nobody wants that. And, and plus, I think today is more like something like this, and everything in this Kickstarter. We're more like a collectors driven society now. I feel like. Like, people get yeah. stuff to collect. Like, the whole point of Kickstarter, too, I think another big thing that, not the whole point, but something that draws people in, the FOMO, that fear of missing out of something cool. And it's a lot of this stuff you won't be able to ever get again. You know, if it once it's gone, yeah, it's likely, gone. Yeah, especially like the uh, the prints and stuff. I doubt uh, we would do that because you have to print up, like, you know, you know, a good number of them. So we probably won't have that. I mean, the T-shirt, I probably, probably will continue to sell. Uh, I don't even know if the book's, we will probably have a few hundred books left over because we have to buy them in bulk too. So those will most likely be available, but not guaranteed uh, depending on, you know, what's left over. But after those books run out, I don't know if Moonstone will do another print run because these are really big books and they're, and they're expensive to print. Like I said, you, it really only makes sense to print the books in high volume. Like if you print, let's say um, a thousand books, and it might you might get the books for like nine dollars a piece. So like say it's like nine thousand bucks for a thousand books. Yeah. But if you jump it up to like twelve hundred fifty, it might only be like another two hundred bucks. So you get the other two hundred and fifty books for another two hundred. So that's when you know it makes more sense. So if you if you gotta do like a run under a thousand, it becomes a lot more expensive. So then you you really want you know high volume. So I don't know. I mean, so like if, you know, after the campaign, if there's no books left over, I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't know. So I, I would say that if you want these books to do the Kickstarter, uh, yeah, to make sure you get them. Some stuff is limited edition, so you, they won't be available. You know, we will, we will be doing like backer kit. So you will have an opportunity to, to add stuff on. Yeah. After, because I think backer kit just makes it easier. So I'm not familiar with backer kit. Can you explain to people what backer kit is? So after the campaign, what, what we usually do with Kickstarter is you send out a survey. And that's just basically a form you got to fill out. You know, you'll, you'll be sent like a link. And then you, you, you put in your uh, address and your sizes and all that information. If you have to like choose between like two or three prints, you say, I want this print or that print. But Kickstarter surveys are, are very kind of uh, primitive and simple. So you, you really don't have that many features. But back of kit, uh allows you a lot more features so like if you go through like you're basically going to go through a checkout like you would in a normal like like web store yeah so then when i send out the link like okay uh i need your address and stuff 
then you go through backpage, you put your address in, and then it'll probably take you to a link. It's like, you know, how would you be interested in these add-ons? Would you be interested in the t-shirt? And you'll see a picture of it. Like Kickstarter doesn't have any of those features. So it's a lot easier than to, to um, you know, to show people the add-ons and get them to, um, to, to pick those things up through backer kit. So if you do miss it, once I send out the backer kit uh, survey, then you'll, you'll be able to see all the stuff in, you know, much easy, much easier. And uh, who knows? We, I mean, we might have add stuff that just will be available through backer kit. And through backer kit, you can also do late pledges. So there'll be a link on the Kickstarter page once it closes down where you'll be able to pick up um, all of this stuff, whatever's left over. Yeah, and and James, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I figure like I'm making an assumption here on your part. You don't want anybody to miss out on this. Some Kickstarters are, hey, once it's over, it's over. You there's no you know ifs ands buts about it. But, yeah, but, but we don't want people to miss out on this call check. That's one thing he. I think James has done more press than person. He's done more press than than The Rock probably did for the Jungle Cruise. I, I you know. Yeah, I've been on about ten ten or twelve podcasts, and I've done a bunch of. Uh, interviews through email i was interviewed by fangoria magazine amazing amazing man and they did like a real interview like i i did it through a zoom call sometimes they just send you questions through the email but they actually had a reporter speak to me so i was like wow i was really professional you know fangoria you know that's something i've been reading since i was a kid oh man yeah that was the horror magazine you know and it still is it's been around since 1979 yeah that was insane yeah so yeah i've been uh I've been hitting the uh, the promotion circuit hard. Almost every day, there's been uh, some kind of press. So I've been talking about Kolchak a lot. Which the turnaround on this, I pretty much told him like the maybe Friday or something. Like, hey, what, what's your next week looking at? And you're like, well, you know, I can probably swing any day, but Tuesday is like, what about Monday? That only gives you a few days to you know just get ready for this because you're you know your week's already filled up. And yeah, I actually have like a schedule, and I have to like, oh, wait, let me see. Uh, can I can I fit you in? There was somebody uh, else was trying to get me to do a podcast uh, tomorrow night, but I'm already booked for another podcast at nine. So I don't know what's going to happen there. So, yeah. So people are hearing about it and saying, oh, I want to get you on a podcast. And that's what's great now. Like now, now you have all these podcasts that you can do promotion for you. you know, a few years ago, you didn't have any of them. Yeah. And, and I mean, a lot of it too, like this is a Cole Shack specific podcast. So I would say this is the audience of the people you're looking for, I guess. But then there's other yeah, ones perfect. that, there's other ones that you wouldn't think like, Hey, these, you know, Hey, you're going to go to like, a, I don't know if you're going to like the comic nerd show was one that I've seen or what other podcasts you've done, but these comic ones are, they want to hear the comic side and they may not even have a clue who Kolshek is. Uh, I'm sure they'll do the research, but it's like, there's such a varied. And then of course the people who are like old school horror, like even like, so, you know, it's funny. I'm in a Sfingul, page on Facebook as well, like a group and a lot, there's so many posts, but occasionally you'll get like a Cole shack post in there or in the horror groups. I mean, probably, yeah, probably so you'll get them or even in the, in, I try to sneak a few in there. Cause that's a huge group. It is. They, yeah. won't, they won't, they won't allow links. I, 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 I friended one of the guys yeah. who's an admin and I've been playing uh, words with friends with him. Oh man, oh, that, he's trying to, you're trying to smooth in right there, aren't you? Jay? I'm letting him win and everything. Uh, hopefully he's not listening to this. Uh, and uh, so I asked him, says, hey, can I get into, uh, can I get my, my daughter in the group? And I kind of link it. And he was like, no, if we let you do it, then we have to let, you know, other people do it. And, and everyone's got a Kickstarter. So I did put up the, um, the covers. Yeah. Oh, those covers look amazing, dude. 
I put up the Jerry Ordway cover a few weeks ago and it went viral on that this Fanguli group, but I got like over 3000 likes and like hundreds of comments. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's weird how Facebook too, the algorithm works. Like now I'm seeing like my algorithm change so often. Now I'm just getting bombarded with Cole Shack stuff since I've started doing the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And the horror stuff and the Svenguli stuff is sort of tapered down, but I'll see like every, Oh buddy, when the whistling starts at midnight on sun on, you know, Saturdays, I, I, I now, I would say half of my feed is from the uh, call check groups. Yeah. On Facebook, which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. And, and the fact that they, uh, you know, they, they, they post so frequently and, uh, and that in the big, um, uh, call check group, they post like, like at least 10 times a day, maybe oh, every day. So all day you're getting cold check, um, posts, you know, and this crazy thing. So I'm in an X-Files group too. And I see, and sort of, I get a lot of those posts too, but there's so many episodes to post about the, the about the X-Files that you'll see a bunch of episodes, but like, it's like, there's only 20 episodes of cold check. You know, there's only 20 episodes to talk about. And right. they, and me TV does the watch longs and sh- I mean, no matter how many times these watch longs come along, no matter how much the episode comes up, you're going to get hundreds and hundreds of comments. It could be the century. It can be chopper. You're going to get hundreds and hundreds of comments. And it's going to be mostly like a a lot of them are the same people who watched the last time. Plus a couple extra. It's never going to go down. It's just more the same people rewatch them. And I'm watching them over and over. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of people are discovering it because I keep seeing in the group, people say, Oh, I just discovered Kolchak you know, like last week. And then I guess they, they, they discovered the show somewhere and then they, they went, you know, looking for some kind of Facebook group or something so they could talk about it. And then they're finding, uh, that, uh, that call check group that, that Greg Davis. Yes. Is the admin. And he's the one who illustrated the Kickstarter image. No, really? Oh, you he is, that? ain't he? Yeah, I think I I remember seeing it, but I didn't make the connection. That was that's Greg, and he I had asked him to do that a few months ago because I saw he he did these these amazing portraits. Yes, he does like, like yeah. hyper realistic stuff, and I'd never seen him do Kolchak, and he's he he runs the Kolchak group. Yeah. So I said, um, "Hey, would you want to do like a print or something?" and uh, he said, yeah, of course. It sounds, it sounds like a great uh, project. And I mean, he runs the Kolchak uh, group, so you'd have to be interested in this, right? Oh, yeah. So so maybe like, maybe just a week before the campaign launched, he sent me this, this illustration. And he had never told me what he was going to do. We'd never discussed what it was going to be. So I wasn't even like counting on it. And then all of a sudden this showed up and I was like, are you kidding me? This thing is beautiful. This is and it's perfect. And uh, I wasn't so happy with the Kickstarter image we had before. We just kind of pieced it together from yeah. some. Of, we didn't have most of the art wasn't even in. And then this came out, and I was like, "This is perfect image for the for the campaign." And I said, "I'm going to make this the print. This will be, be the official print, and this is going to be the poster." Because I was I was planning on doing a poster, the like a 50th anniversary poster with. But, you know, listing all the episodes and the air dates, but I didn't know what art was going to go with it. So yeah. he really saved me by, by giving me this because it also has all that like blank space uh, to the left of Kolchak. So it was perfect to put all his text in. And that, that's another thing. It just, it just worked out because I don't even know what I would have used for, uh, for the poster or the image. So that worked out great. And, and that art is amazing. 
And uh, now, see, now this is this will this will probably air too late, <laughs> but I'm going. Uh, but um, he's going to sell the original art. Oh wow! He's going to. So I, I I'm kind of been holding off because there's only one, of course. So I don't know how to put it out there. You know, if I if I should alert people and say. All right, go have at it because I know a lot of people are gonna get mad once I put it out there, and someone's gonna grab it. And they go, "Oh, I didn't know about it. I wanted it." So, so I don't know <laughs> what to do because we had like like J.K. Woodward gave me the art, the you know the uh, the artwork that he did for the for the Batman cover. He said, "I'll donate the Batman painting that I did to the to the project." I said, that, "That's amazing. Thanks." So I put that up on day one and and that sold it within the first hour oh no did i miss that how much did it go for it was only three hundred dollars oh i i, I think I, I undersold it um oh man you know but, but since he gave it to me for free uh i i didn't want to gouge anybody and do like no <laughs> so i don't know what we'll do with with um with greg's illustration but um yeah so i don't know about maybe i'll just throw it out there and put it on the page, not say anything. I don't know if I should put it as an update. Should I, if I should um, alert people maybe the day before, have people bid on it. I don't know. <laughs> but it's really, it's really gorgeous. And I think if, if I was like a serious Kolchak fan, I, I would want that. And I would look really good uh, hung up somewhere on frames. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like a lot of, I guess, color stuff, like any colored images, there's you know there's different ways to color it but you know there's something about a nice black and white you know coal shack picture and, and it reminds me a lot of the escape from alcatraz poster the the original with the uh, clint oh, yeah. eastwood that's true yeah but i mean it's not it's not like a ripoff at all like it just gives me vibes because he's looking through the crack but you got coal shack there and i ah, mean it's it's a great print it's a it's a solid print yeah, it's very shadowy and it's very like noir yes so I, I really love it and um I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I'll probably release that this week. So oh, keep. So, so you may already be so you guys may I'll wait to the weekend. I don't know. Well, if, <laughs> if he does wait to the weekend, this should be out and, and we can uh, wait. Somebody might get it. I and maybe know. I'll wait to the weekend because like I said, it's only one of them. So I could wait to even like till the end. Um, yeah. Cause I don't want to get people mad. People have been getting mad. Yeah when I'm putting out like the sign stuff and then they say, Oh, I missed it. Do you have any more? And it's like, I, you know, I would love for everything to be signed, but one, we have like 20 or more. Yeah. Well, more than 20 contributors. Yeah. Can't have everybody sign all of it. Um, so that would be very difficult. Um, anyone who's overseas would be, it would really be expensive to get them to sign it. So, yeah. and I don't even think I live near anybody. I guess they live near Peter David. I think he's in Jersey. So I don't know, <laughs> but everyone else is like in California and, and stuff. So it would be hard to get them to sign a uh, book. So I'm going to pick and choose a few people here and there and get them to sign like 20 copies of the book. I, and I was bring it to a convention too. See, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking this is sort of too cool. The thing I love about like an anthology, if you have, say if you got digging through stuff here, say you got this book, the Mark DeWoods, the act not stalking. You can get this signed by Mark DeWoods, the act and it's finished. And you put it up somewhere. This companion, this 50th anniversary, 20 different people are going to be, you know, even more than that probably, are going to end up being, you know, signing that. And, uh, I mean, there's, you know, Mark DeWoods, he's going to be one of them. 
uh, and then Rodney. I mean, all over. You know, Mark's in Ohio. Rodney's in Los Angeles. I mean, they're everywhere. So, man, yeah. it's 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 a fun, especially if you're. I don't know if you're like me, but I like signatures in like different color, like paint pens. I love getting a good paint pen with like a red or a blue. Getting people to sign it different, and then if you had a page of all that, or even that print, would, yeah. that I would print. Love to see somebody who gathers all of them up. Dude, if you got oh, that you guys are talking about doing the cold check convention, yes, that would be a perfect time to get everybody <laughs> together, and we can sign all the the books. The books are, you know, the it's, see, that's one thing you can sign a book, but if you had that that Greg Davis print signed in color by everybody, that would be very cool. Oh yeah. man, you have all that space too, and then if that yeah. how the signatures uh, in it, it can probably. Uh, yeah, we could fit all of them. Matt, that frame it. And, and you talked about, you know, the dates aren't going to be on there, so there's a lot of blank space that's going to look really well, good. Well, you can also get a, you know, a poster and then get. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, is there, so we, we've got like about 10 minutes. I don't want to keep you too long because this is not a. James, we'll have you. We, if you want to go three hours, we can go three hours. But, <laughs> but I, this is more no, of. I could say. But, I don't, well, well, you know, I'm not working. So. Yeah, he's not working. So we're we're gonna we're actually about to go Facebook Live with questions. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> you know, this was more of a to help people out to understand what's going on. And there's a lot of stuff to wade through. And if you have, you know, if there's some stuff people weren't interested in, you know that you know it is what it is. It's it's a Kickstarter update, you know. And and speaking of the updates, update. What all updates have we had that that you know people may have not have seen? We've got the the sign prints added. You know, we that was posted on the twentieth. Yeah, well, we had, like I said, Gabriel Hardman uh, been mm-hmm. added. Uh, he's huge. He's yes. like one of the big, uh, biggest like storyboardists in, in Hollywood. He's done the storyboards for uh, Logan, Interstellar. I think one of the Planet of the Apes movies. So kind of insane artist. Um, we added the John Jennings print. Um, we did add uh, the Dan Brayton uh, signed the comic they're gone uh, <laughs> we reached over a thousand backers yeah which is crazy in less than two weeks and we we're over seventy thousand bucks uh we also have um links there uh to a bunch of previews of the pages uh we had 13th dimension um yes that 13th dimension video. oh yeah that print was amazing i loved it too we had the print on there. We had, a, I think they're the ones who did the first two pages of Peter David's story. And it's oh. my two pages for Satanic Panic are on there. Uh, yeah, they're actually like, like a bunch of previews all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I think IGN was the first to preview stuff. And we should be previewing um, some more pages from the Kim Newman story with uh, Paul McCaffrey, I think this week. And J.K. Woodward just sent me another three or four pencil pages and they're both amazing. Uh, Paul's is uh, already inked and it looks crazy uh, because he has all these, uh, these pages of uh, Janos. Oh, and, yeah. uh, it's so awesome. Uh, there's one panel. Uh, I can show you after. Uh, oh, you better believe I'm, I want to see that. It's Janos with all the other like famous vampires, but like, like Bella Gosi, Dracula, Nosferatu in this one panel. I was like, I, you know, I was like, maybe we can blow that up or something and, and make a print out of that. You oh, know, it's really amazing. So that, that artwork is, is incredible. 
that was what I've seen from uh, J.K. Woodward and Paul McCaffrey and and Colwell. He stopped the two those two pages that he did for my story, just like blew me away. I was like, that's that's awesome. So I can't wait to see what all the other art. It's gonna be, it's really gonna be a ridiculous book because it's gonna even the the soft cover with just the comic book stories. Well, well, with twelve stories, it's gotta be at least a hundred and forty pages. Yeah, yeah. So, and and as more is added, pro- probably more pages are going to be added, much mm-hmm. to your, probably your chagrin and uh, whoever's publishing. <laughs> Publishers' chagrin. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like we're, we're adding Steve Niles. He's like, well, isn't that going to be more money, <laughs> more pages? I said, yeah, but it's Steve Niles. What do you, you know? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so and, and that and that's perfect because that's one person I do not want to leave out of this is Joe Gent- uh, Gentili. He, man, you talk about being somebody. He has had the Colshack license through thick and thin. And, you know, from the days when he probably wasn't selling many Colshack books. And then now look where this Kickstarter is. But this all wouldn't be possible without somebody like him carrying on the legacy. And we, yeah. we've sung his praises before, but I don't think you can sing his praises enough. You know, people like him and Mark Dwoodziak and, and, you know, all these people who, when Colshack was on, seemed like he was on his last leg and, you know, I st- it still seems like there's a lot of people who don't know about Colshack, but I think a lot, of, they really are the torchbearers. Those, those 2005 books, you know, right after, you know, even starting in 2001, right after they, you know, when they published their first book, you know, from then, that's 21 years of Colshack books he's been doing. And uh, there's been so many people to, who've, who've contributed over the years that his, his, his. Yeah, some big names. Yeah. His, his contribution is immeasurable, I would say, of what he's done. And they had some amazing covers because I said, Joe's going to do like, um, he's going to write a little something about like Moonstone's connection with Kulchak over the years. So we'll probably do like a, like a two page spread. And I said, well, maybe we'll put like a bunch of the covers. And he's like, how am I going to pick from all the covers? I probably have, I don't even know what he's doing. Like maybe over a hundred covers. Oh yeah. That's going to be a job. We can't, we can't put them all in. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be another thing. We have to go through the old, all the old cold check uh, covers, and they had some amazing covers. Uh, they have, yeah, yeah. And I said he had the they had. I think who was it? I think Christopher Golden wrote stories. The Peter David yeah. wrote stories for him. So he has some really good names in there. And I'm looking at my shelves here, and if if I would want, you know, this is a one shot thing. You know, this is gonna be a one and done. Supposedly, unless you know. That's the the tentative plan, correct? Unless it, this is just like, which it's already doing gangbusters, but I'm saying unless there's like, hey, we want a second one, there's demand, you know? There could be a second one. But I'm... Well, Joe, he's been doing cold check and he's continuing to do cold check. Um, I think it was a cold check book came out not too long, right before uh, James Chambers. Uh, yes, James Chambers. Walkers, mm-hmm. which would be perfect, you know, to go with uh, the Night Stalkers t-shirt. That came out just a few months uh, before. So if he's he's going to continue, I mean, that I mean we've talked about what if you know you know doing another project. Uh, so it's possible that will. I mean, it probably wouldn't be like this one. I don't I don't think it'll be as big, but it won't be like a like a 50th anniversary type of thing. It'll probably be just a different um, you know theme. You know, there's been and there's been so many Colshack graphic novels over the years. Man, I tell you what, I would love. I'm looking up right now. I've got my IDW Ninja Turtles disorder, or the, not the Ninja Turtles, the Transformers. I've yeah. just got them all up here. One, two, like 15 volumes, and then it goes into some more. Like they revamped it. Phase two did more volumes. Man, I would love like collected editions of if you, because that's my dream. Like beautiful Kolchak, you know, 
all the graphic novels, just hardcover, collected editions. Maybe that's a pipe dream. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. But I mean, and, he has a ton of stuff. He could do that. He could just reprint. Because a lot of them are not available. Because I try to get my hands on some of them, and they're... Yeah, yeah, they're they're not available. They're hard to come by, and maybe that's where it goes. Or if one of these names, like stay, uh, Steve Niles says, hey, I want to hang around, and I would like to do a stretch on Cole Shack, maybe write some issues. The, the sky's the limit. I know Rodney's wanted to do Cole Shack since, probably since he's a wee little boy, since he was going and watching. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I TV. hope. I mean, you would think with all the success here, and like I said, we, there's been some discussion, so we'll have to see once, um, you know, we have to get this one together. Yeah get it out but yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we do more stuff um i would love to do to another series or, or um like maybe like a mini series like a six issue thing with Colchak. and I, I know now a lot more people are aware that there are Colchak uh, books out there who, who, who didn't know so a lot of people are like oh okay uh i i would buy uh Colchak books uh, you know on the regular so I think we got a lot more fans uh, involved. So I, I think there is uh, an audience for it. All right. And if announced exclusively here, we're going to have a, just for the Kickstarter, we're going to have a special add-on for this Kickstarter, 100 cassette tapes with a Colshack Sloop interview with James hey. Aquilone. You hey, better go come. get them now. They're up now. Go get them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> NFT cassette <laughs> tapes of a Colshack interview. You know, that's a good idea. Like you were saying about um, – collecting the old uh drugs. i mean maybe if we didn't know the kickstarter that would be a good thing to do like maybe include like a reprints of uh of the old Colchak stuff and do like maybe the because om- those uh, omnibus editions like i've got the omnibus ghostbusters too up there like the idw ones and i love i love big thick books i got the works the tmt or tmnt originals i don't know i love omnibus books that have everything sort of encompassed in there that i can just hey if yeah, i miss cool. something i can read it all right there yeah, and then you could, you know, do like really nice uh, books, like maybe like um, like leather bound editions, oh, stuff yeah. like that, and uh, slip cases and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah good idea. You got some good ideas. So we got a couple minutes left, and but with this time, well, we can go as long as we need to. But is are there any questions that you've gotten that maybe can be answered here? Is there any questions that seem repetitive that people are like, "Hey, here's a question that we haven't answered," or "Hey, this, that, the other"? Is there anything that people are asking frequently? One thing they keep asking is if, if my story, Satanic Panic, is going to be in, in the other books, and it will. So it'll be all the same content. So if you get the deluxe hardcover, you're getting all of the content. Okay. So technically, you wouldn't need to buy the other two books unless you really want the covers. Yes. If that means something to you. Or, or your collector who wants the other edition. So you'll, all the content will, will be in the deluxe hardcover. So starting there. And then basically, uh, you, we're taking out content so like the soft covers all the content except the pro stories yeah. and then your your comic book is, is uh it's just three of the stories so that i've been getting because some people are confused too about it because uh they're like what's in what and but it'll all be it's already all the same thing well if you just want just you know you don't quite care about pro stories i know a lot of comic book people don't want to read pro stuff so they might not want the the pro stories uh and it's really the comic book stories uh, other people were asking, like, why, you know, why isn't the, the poster available anywhere outside the U.S.? And as we said, uh, it would be really expensive to do. The same thing with, with sign stuff. It's very hard to coordinate that. And that's really expensive because you got to ship it, you know, 
several times and shipping is really expensive. And that's why we also have to, you know, charge a little bit more uh, for a signed edition. Uh, and I might even, I don't know, I might even be losing money by only charging like 10 bucks uh, yeah. more because like I said, I have to ship it to them and they have to ship it back to me. Uh, I would love to do more signed stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's really the only question though. Some people are just totally confused by Kickstarter just to begin with. All that they're like, where are the add-ons? But like I yeah. said, just click, pick a pick a rewards here and then you'll see um the list and like like and as you said too before uh we get all the information later on we like we get your address and we get the the, the shirt sizes um later on when, when we're ready to to ship yeah worst case scenario you pick the soft cover edition and and, and tell me if i'm correct on this worst case scenario you pick the soft cover edition and say oh i want that hardcover edition that i didn't get and it's in the you know you get the back kit later on you can change that, correct? If you want the hardcover edition. Yeah. Yeah. You can change. I mean, even after you pledge, you can go back to your pledge. You yeah. Nothing sent stone. Yeah. If you go to the page, there'll be somewhere. It'll be, uh, you can then go to like, uh, I think it's like, um, your pledge or something or my pledge. So you can click that. You can edit it. You can change your pledge. People have been doing that a lot and adding stuff and changing stuff and canceling it and then repledging. You don't have to cancel it. You can yeah. just uh, edit it and then you can add stuff. So even if you start with any, you can just start with like the basic, uh, say uh, the comic book mm-hmm. and then just add on, you can add on all the other books. You can add on the hardcover and uh, the soft cover and uh, you know, the t-shirts and stuff. So oh, the other thing too, is that Kickstarter does not allow you to add on a physical add on. If you yeah. buy a digital reward. So if you get, say, the PDF, then when you go to add-ons, it won't show you the T-shirts. Oh. Well, because the the add-on is is technically the the idea is that you buy the book, the add-ons are stuff you can all just throw into the same uh, box to ship. But the T-shirts I do through Printful, and they ship them for me. So shipping you the T-shirt isn't a problem. So I could, like, if you bought a PDF, I can give you the t-shirt for the same price, but Kickstarter doesn't allow me to, to, uh, you know, put that add on with the PDFs. So if you do want to just buy the t-shirt, um, and, and when you got a PDF, you could just contact me and then again, just add the, the amount of money to your pledge. Let me know. And then I can still give you the t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Say, and that's why I'm glad we talked this out. And and another thing, what I did earlier, stupidly when I when I changed it, is I went to change my pledge, but for some reason I clicked on my pledge again and accidentally deselected it. So be sure you don't deselect your pledge when you're editing your pledge. Keep that selected, which this maybe not didn't mean to be said, and then select whatever other backings you want. Because I did that earlier, and I was like, oh, why is it only thirty two dollars this time? Luckily, I went back and didn't cancel it. But right, you know, just keep an yeah. eye out on that. They do make things confusing, and if you just wanted a t shirt. And didn't want to even get the PDF. See, I, I can't put up the T-shirt just as a reward because it just becomes complicated. Yeah. Because you could then say buy the, the T-shirt. Again, the T-shirt is uh, shipped separately. So if I just put the T-shirt alone as a reward to you, then Kickstarter adds all the add-ons. So someone could buy the T-shirt and then add on a book oh, and get the book yeah. then for no shipping because uh, Kickstarter thinks that your T-shirt is going to come with the book. So I can't do that. But you could go to, let's say, like, um, no reward. Yeah. 
pledge $32 or $36, but let me know. And then I can just, I'll just give you the t-shirt. So, I mean, Kickstarter, you can just, you can play around with the system and, you know, you can, you can kind of circumvent the whole reward tier thing. And just as long as you pledge enough money, you can have whatever you want. You just have to let you know, whoever's running the, uh, the Kickstarter know. So, you know, go to no reward, click uh, $32 or $36, message me, and then I can just, you know, say, okay, you, you, you'll get the t-shirt. Yeah. And so one more thing too. So the prices for the, so say the collected edition, the variant, you know, the deluxe hardcover with the book or, you know, with the book, PDF, the shirt, the print and all the whole works, you know, is that the same cost as if you were to add them all separately together? No, it's a little bit, it's a little bit cheaper. So when we bundled it together, uh, we took out the shipping and then we made it cheaper. So whenever we, whenever, uh, or at least whenever I, um bundle stuff i always make it at least a couple of dollars cheaper you know because because yeah. technically since with the add-ons you could bundle things your you know on your own but if you're going to buy um yeah so if you're going to buy say the three books don't don't pick the rewards here for one book and then add on the other two books because then it'll be a little bit more expensive for you so if you want to buy all three books you get the rewards here that has the all three books but it's a little bit cheaper Okay. Cause that, 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 yeah, that was one of the things I saw was people like, I don't care, you know, I don't know how to work this. So I'm just going to click what I want and then add it and then just go to the end, but be, be sure. And we walked you through this. So that should be, you know, that should help you out here. Uh, yeah, and you can message me through the Kickstarter and uh, I can walk through, anyone through it. Yeah. I'm doing customer service too every day. Man, and that's the thing, man. So, James, I, is there anything else we need to talk about before we leave? Uh, it, because I was sort of wrapping up. I was just going to give, hey, what's your what's your info? How can they get in contact with you if they have any issues? Uh, email, Twitter, what, what would be the best way? Uh, you can follow the campaign on Twitter uh, at the uh, at Colcheck50 uh, Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, or Twitter, just on the James Aquilone. We can go to jamesaquilone.com and that has links to uh, to all my social media accounts. I think if you have a uh, uh, if you have a Kickstarter account, you can message me through the through the Kickstarter. So I think if you just go to the um, to the campaign page, uh, go down where my uh, bio is, and you click that, and then you can you can uh, contact me. Yeah. Okay. Just contact me, and then you can just contact me through the to the Kickstarter and, and ask me whatever you need. So James is super accessible. I mean, you should be able to. You can. I think you can even uh, send up a smoke signal. He'll reply to it <laughs> um, if he sees it. <clears throat> you know, in any way you can contact James, he's here for you. And if you, I mean, even if you just, there's a lot of people email us through our Facebook page or through our, you know, go, our Gmail goldshacksloop at gmail.com. If you send it to us, we'll pass it along. Cause I get those eight messages every yeah, day. Yeah. I, I reply to them. And uh, another thing James has been really good about is tagging up, tagging our, our Twitter and all of it. And we'll, we'll usually retweet it if we can. And, uh, acting like we can't retweet, you know, like we don't have fingers or something. We'll retweet <laughs> it and send it along to everybody. If, if it's a big update or something, or, you know, these articles too, that we've been, that have been really good. That Fangoria interview was great. Uh, man, congratulations on this. I think that's the last thing, like, cause this has been super successful. Uh, how did this do compared to your, uh, monsters unleashed? We already blew past that. Uh, monsters yeah. unleashed did 57,000 and had like 900 and 
we just missed the thousand backers. We had 986. Yeah. So I really wanted to get to a thousand. We got to a thousand in two weeks here. So we're already well past uh, Classic Monsters. We might even double what Classic Monsters did. So we really want to shoot for a hundred K. Yeah. Is, uh, we're on track. Hey, and, and, you know, speaking of Monsters Unleashed, I know we're, we're sort of going a little over here, but, you know, talking about that, is there, is there going to be reprints of that? And I saw that there's an Italian edition. Is there going to be any more uh, versions that maybe the people who missed out, these Kolshak people, I don't know who this James fell is, but I hear he's doing stuff. He's doing Kolshak. I want to check out what else he's got. Where can they get that at? You can pre-order uh, Classic Monsters Unleashed on, on Amazon now. So that's going to be, really? you know, that's be uh, available to everybody. Um, you can go to classicmonstersunleashed.com and, and uh, the link should be there to pre-order it. Uh, it'll come out July 12th uh, to the public. And that, there, we have a million versions of that. that. You can get it as an ebook. You can get it as a soft cover. We have a hard cover with, and, and the, 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 uh, the cover's in black and white. Yes. Oh, man. Fulton Whirly did that cover too. Yeah. There's going to be an audio book that's going to come out from Blackstone Audio. Uh and they just started uh, production on that. And then there's a, if you read Italian, you can get uh, an <laughs> Italian edition from uh, Independent Legions. So that's doing, that did really well. And uh, I ended up getting all of those deals during the campaign. I got all of those publishing deals to, like within like, two weeks of the, the Kickstarter campaign. We got mm-hmm. the audiobook deal, we got the translation. So that was another crazy campaign. And this one's even crazier. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and I think if that's one thing, me and, uh, me and Joe Gentile, we were talking about, he was like, I don't know what the interest in Shack will be or what it is, or if there's still the, some, a lot there or what this book's going to sell, but you know, I'm along for this ride and I'm back in this. And I think, you know, James has, has got this <laughs> under control, man. And now looking back, uh, uh, man, it's, it's, I don't you, think anyone expected this. I don't know. Uh, I had I was saying in the beginning, like before we launched, I said I think this could do a hundred k, and I don't think anyone believed me. They think I was just like you know, bullshitting them. Yeah. But I said the same thing with Classic Monsters. I thought it could make fifty k, uh, and I had said like, I think we could do a hundred k with with Kolchak. and I said if we do, if we're gonna do a hundred k, we're gonna need to do like thirty thousand day one and like fifty thousand in the first week. And then we ended up doing exactly 30,000 yeah. the first day. And then we did 60,000 the first week. So yeah, Joe was much more than like, oh, okay. I don't think he believed that it was it would do uh, this well. Yeah. We've already sold about 2,000 print books altogether. 2,000. <laughs> and, and, and print books. Print books being the operative term. Print books. 2,000 print books. And that hardcover. The hardcover with the variant, over a thousand. And that's a 200 page hardcover graphic novel, which is going to weigh, weigh several pounds. So <laughs> we're not done with the campaign. So even like like 1,200 of those books, I don't even know, because even Joe got a little worried. He was like, what are we going to do all these books? It's like, well, I said we're classic monsters. I was gonna, <laughs> I'm doing it myself. I said, but I don't think I could fit all these books in my house. He's like, well, I have some comic book stores in Chicago. <laughs> and I said, well, well, maybe we'll split it up. I said, oh, maybe we'll just send all the books to one of your comic book stores and I'll, I'll come to Chicago for a week. <laughs> we'll just ship them out of there. But yeah. 
we might be looking at like 3000 books by the time we're done. Hey, if you need a place to send them, send them my way. I got, I got actually do have some storage, some climate control storage you can use. And Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I was looking into that already. I was like saying, uh, I'm going to probably need, if I have to have them shipped to me, I would definitely need, I have a small house, uh, yeah. like 12 and a half feet wide. So really? I don't think I can fit. <laughs> yeah. It was like a townhouse. So I was like, really? It's like, oh it's, man. Yeah. I have three floors, but it's a, it's a narrow house and I already have all the boxes for classic monsters. I have all these shipping supplies. So already the house is filled with boxes. So I, yeah, 2000 books uh, would be uh, way too much. And I would probably just be uh, living, you know, among boxes. So we definitely are going to have to figure out, you know, what to do there. Either, you know, get storage or, um, or Joe's going to have to take some books at his, his shop and we'll probably split up. Or we're just going to have to hire like a whole team. Yeah. Because, <laughs> Uh, they always say it takes a village, and uh, if anybody, if anybody knows that, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but you know, and if you have any doubts, go uh, if you can find the the Monsters Unleashed. Look at that book; it is beautiful. The the, the it looks amazing. You got to see it inside. There's we have um, ten illustrations, and uh, Sean T. King, who did all the he did all the design work for the. Kolchak, he did all yeah. the, the text design for all the covers. He does amazing work. He did the whole layout for Classic Monsters Unleashed. It looks amazing inside. We have artwork from Colton Worley, uh, Sam Sheeran, Jeremiah Lambert. He did this amazing um, illustration for Joe Lansdale's The God of the Razor, which I yeah. think was turned into a comic book at one one time. And yeah, it's a really cool. Uh, graphic so there's amazing artwork in there and really cool stories uh so i can't wait to see that I, that should be i should be getting those books any day i mean it's due i mean we had all these like you know the the shipping problems and paper shortages yeah. so we should have had them about a month ago but i think uh i think maybe this week or even next week uh, i'll have them and then the printer's going to be shipping out like 600 of them so that's going to take some of the burden off me. Yeah. So Two thirds of them will go, will be shipped out directly from the publisher. So this is not going to be like, I don't know. Sometimes people think fan made, they think, oh, this is going to be shoddy craftsmanship, shoddy looking work, but this is definitely not the names involved. The people involved there, you're going to get every, and this sounds like an ad James, what are you paying me for to advertise this, <laughs> this uh, Kickstarter? Not a dime. Nothing. No, just doing it out of love. Because we believe in this. Obviously, the Kolshak fans believe in this. Even I don't even, there's maybe people who even aren't Kolshak fans who are backing this. But man, whoever's backing this have come out in full force, and we want to keep going this thing. We want 100,000. Give us 100,000, guys. Just go back it. Yeah. Even because if you're. It is expensive to put out this book, and we keep adding people. So I don't even know if I'll make a profit even at 100,000. <laughs> because, uh, you know, 2,000 books to print and ship, and uh, everybody involved is like an all-star everybody is like, you know, like part of the a-team uh you know writers and and illustrators everyone has worked pretty much everyone has worked for marvel and dc uh has done incredible stuff yeah so it's like just one uh, crazy name after another you know so when we started we didn't have all these names and then we just kept adding and adding and adding and uh 
So I, I kind of feel a little funny that I have a story in the middle of all these people. <laughs> but I felt like I wrote a good story, so I don't I don't feel too bad. And the artwork yeah. looks really good. Uh, so that that's that's gonna be really fun just to see the books and and you know like and, and then when you do the Kickstarter and the people um, back it, they get to see it. Really, you're really getting to see it from the beginning. And yeah. and guys like you actually help to make the book bigger. I mean, literally. Because you get us like Steve Niles, and then the people who are backing it with with their pledges help us to do more. So that's what what's the really amazing thing about Kickstarter and crowdfunding. Because it's called yeah. crowdfunding, so you need a crowd, and then that crowd helps you to to make the book bigger and better. And they and they and since you're getting in before um, you know you're done with the book, and as you're still working on it, they really are helping to uh, to create it. Yeah, and and I don't know maybe. Maybe maybe me and Robert can throw something in there with all the book book. Maybe we can send you something. Be like, hey, there's a little insert to stick in, like I signed something from Cole Shack's loop. Maybe a thousand of them. I don't know. I'm just yeah. thinking out loud. Something to throw okay. in there. You got to do this Cole Shack uh, convention. I really see because I I, there's. I think that would be really cool, and I think I think I think it would be popular. I think so too. Well, James, I the we. As even we've talked about this, like going on an hour, over an hour now, and I still feel like there's so much we could talk about. I, I really want to dig into these. I really want to know what you and Steve have been talking about, but we'll wait on that. And uh, I'm really, oh, my mind is spinning what his story is going to be because. Yeah, I can't see that. I can't wait to see that. And I can't wait to see like what, what artists we get with that. Like, I'm hoping he's doing uh, like a really scary. Oh, yeah. Talk. I've, I've already threw out some feelers I, and Steve even liked it. I threw okay. out one to, uh, okay. uh, uh, let's see who, who did I throw out one to, uh, Francisco Francivilli. Cause I, I know that he did a book with Steve and he's done some other books with Zach, with Scott, Snot, Scott Snyder, uh, that, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't know the, his stuff looks amazing and I, I, and I love it. And he does a lot of horror stuff. Probably would fit in right in with the monsters unleashed. I don't know. The sky's the limit. But, but there's been so many names announced so much and there's so much more to be announced. I mean, we're by the time this comes out, we have 10 days, maybe a little bit more than 10 days left. So there is time. Uh, like I said, there, and there will be chances at least through, like I said, backer kit, but I, yeah, but we prefer that you get it, you know, during the campaign. Cause that's always like, yeah. you know, your best bet. And, and especially because it's, it's nice to see, it's good to see that final number, even though it's not technically right. final, final, but it's good to see that, Hey, if we want to hit a hundred thousand, you know, we, you want it in that initial, it's not as great as saying, Hey, you know, we didn't hit a hundred thousand during the campaign, but that, that backer kit, you know, we hit a hundred. Yeah. Because we're so close and we're on track, but I wouldn't want to hit like 98. Yeah. You almost then, wanted to stay under 90,000 if you're going to do that, but no, not right. really. But. I don't want to get to like right up there. And, um, I think for graphic novels, if we get to like a hundred thousand, we'd be in the top ten all time of uh, comic book gra- uh, uh, comic book anthologies uh, on Kickstarter. The higher funded, uh, we're already like in the top twenty or twenty five. Which so over a hundred, we we'd be in the top ten. And and Kickstarter has had some you know hell of hell of a array of stuff so that's definitely saying something uh it's i mean kickstarter's been around and it's had some huge product projects well right now they have marvel marvel has um marvel zombies is doing um a board game of from zombie side Mm -hmm. and they've already raised i think like five million 
five million bucks. So I mean, people who say, "Oh, uh, I I don't believe in Kickstarter or Kickstarter is a scam," well, Marvel is yeah. doing a Kickstarter. Dynamite regularly does mm-hmm. uh, Kickstarters. So that there was the Hellboy um, board game they did last year when I was doing Classic Monsters, the the Hellboy uh, RPG uh, came out, and they I think they made uh, like a million bucks. Yeah, and if everything goes right, James, I've been talking to James Rice, and I said, hey, we need to make a Kolshak, you know, RPG board game. So mm-hmm. maybe that's the next route for Kolshak. I don't know. I actually was contacted with somebody. They did an interview with me the, uh, from a RB, RPG uh, really? site because he was, like, saying, he was asking me the same thing. Like, you know, do you have the rights to do a, a tabletop game? Um, you know, would, you know, would that would be cool. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that would be cool. I don't know. I mean, if he has the rights to it, that would be really cool. And uh, Kolchak would be perfect for uh, one of those tabletop games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we a perfect character in like Call of Cthulhu or something. Yes, yeah. And and I think I think there's a way you could do it, too, to have, like, already pre-made characters. Like, I would love to see a Miss Emily and Tony Vincenzo as pre-made <laughs> characters going out in the field with Kolchak. Right. Of course, Kolchak still be the main character, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. So, you know, you have all the monsters and he's investigating it. And I think that works pretty well. So who knows? I mean, I don't know. We have we have been getting all kinds of messages from people, from like Hollywood producers and stuff and people wanting to do things. So uh, it's possible that you'll hear uh, other projects coming out. Uh, I don't want to say anything because you never know, because especially when people from Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah you know how serious they are because they'll they'll drop you in a second but we there have been a lot of there's been a lot of interest in in Kolchak. um and i think if um i guess it's abc disney who owns the rights i think if they didn't own the rights i think we probably could get this thing rebooted yeah the tv series or or a movie but uh uh yeah they have the rights and and, and they probably wouldn't uh, ever do it yeah mark dewoodsiex already hate he already has had problems. Well, I don't know if he had problems, but the issues with his book, like when he made his book, like the way he's having to re-release it, like doing a sort of mostly reprint and adding stuff that sort of technically doesn't make it a new book. Like it's sort of like he has to do it that way because it's since it's already a published work, he don't have to go back through Disney and all that stuff. Okay. There, there's just a lot to it. But hey, maybe there is a day where we see like because if they can re- reboot Scooby Doo all these times, surely to God we can right. come on, give us a call. I'd love a Colshack cartoon if we had to do it, you know, with Darren McGavin's likeness in it or something like that. I don't yeah. know. We could sit here and I'm sure we could spitball crazy hair brain ideas all night. Because they did do the Batman '66 as a yes, movie. yeah, and I and they, they did the, had Adam the, West doing the voice and Burt Ward. Yeah, and they did the comic too, and I think I've oh I don't yeah, have it up, but it's somewhere in my I've got too many comics. I probably I don't know if you can have too many comics, but <laughs> um so we could talk all night about that. And uh of course oh another thing we see what happened with Johnny Depp. Hey, has Johnny Depp contacted you yet? I've been trying to reach out to him to get a podcast, <laughs> get him on for a podcast. I was saying if you can nah, he's like the only one who hasn't reached out to me. Uh I think that I think he was the one who initiated it. Yeah. Uh, with me. He's the one who said I want to do Colchak. So then they were interested. So they weren't interested in doing it. And that's the way a lot of stuff does get made in Hollywood. If, you know, one of the stars say, Hey, I want to do this, then they'll do it. You know, I, I could see Johnny Depp doing it, but not, but not now they would, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't have Johnny Depp do anything now. Man, I know. And, and that's some bull because especially after everything that he went through, man, I don't know all the stuff. 
man. Tom. I mean, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and uh, he'd be good. I mean, he, he might be too quirky to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, Cole, Sh- <laughs> I don't know. Cole Strack is pretty quirky. Maybe uh, I I don't know. I think people look at like the Dark Shadows that he did, and maybe yeah. they base yeah. it off that. You know, I think it was around that time, wasn't it? When, yeah. When that came, yeah. So I guess he was doing Dark Shadows, and he kind of said, "Hey, let me let me jump over to Kolchak as well." Yeah, so both Dan Curtis uh, behind both of them. Hey, let's make a these last fourteen days. I'm going to make a all all out assault. I'm going to try to get Johnny Depp involved with this Kickstarter somehow. See what we can do. <laughs> my so, wife would love that. Would she? My wife probably would too. I don't know if she'd be my wife anymore <laughs> after I got him. In, you know, so Johnny Depp's cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was on another podcast, and we we went on for like a, I think a good half hour on uh, who we think would would be good. Uh, Kolchak. Did I have you on last time? And te- I, I tell this story probably every podcast, my, and listeners probably hate it. I said one time, mentioned one time before Loki came out that Tom Hiddleston, I think he would have made a good Kolchak, and I got. Yeah raked over the coals <laughs> over time okay. you don't know a thing about coal shacking well, damn, you know i, I was just trying to throw out ideas I, here i had well i forgot sam rockwell i said would be really good oh i think do you hear that I, I hear people unbacking the kickstarter already from your choice <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, no well we have darren mcgavin in the Oh, Darren McGavin is the see, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's one of those things that no matter who you pick, somebody gonna hate it. You know, so any any reboot is gonna get a lot of hate. It's gotta be really good. It's gotta be like Cobra Kai. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I, I they do it right. And I saw your post in the group, or it might have been one of your interviews, where you said this is not a Colshack reboot. This is what this is through and through Colshack with Darren with everybody, you know, this is going to be, this is what Cole Shack yeah. is. This is our Cole Shack. This is your, you know, this is the Cole Shack you remember. So if you're back in this, don't have any preconceived notions that anything else is going on. This is not trying to pull any. Yeah, very true to the, uh, to the original series. Uh, we try to make it look as much like Darren McGavin as possible. Uh, though some people then complain that it doesn't look, as, you know, enough like Darren McGavin. And I don't mind that if it doesn't look exactly like that. I mean, it's like that's the artist's take on it. And, you know, I care more about the story. Yeah. But people want everything to be exact, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, you you would definitely get a feel, even with all the different uh, styles of art, that, oh, this is uh, this is Polchak. And the stories do stay very true to, this, to the spirit of the show. Because even, like, Nancy Collins just sent in her script and it's fantastic, and and it's very much like oh, I could have seen this as a as an episode, and that's what I wanted. I wanted stuff like oh, this could have been the twenty first episode of the show. Yeah. So, so we don't want to like change the formula. I mean, we, we might add a little bit here or there just to put, but but we still stick within like the bounds of of, of the show and try to try to like you know like recreate that. But not like we're not reimagining it. We're not rebooting it. We're not uh, we're not like taking Kolchak and making him like young. Well, we are making him young. We're not making him cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. David Avalone, who's doing like the original story of him in the thirties, he's been sending me like bits and pieces of it, and it's going to be set in the late thirties in Coney Island. Uh, so that's going to be it's going to you know deal with like the freak show and and, and stuff like that and. Uh, it sounds really, really amazing. So we got some really cool stuff, great art and, and, and cool stories. And uh, yeah, I, I'm like, get excited. Like when are these pages going to come in and, 
and went in the script. So we already have like four of the scripts thing. I don't know. And, and I think that's another, it's sort of like there's an, there's a stage of like, uh, sort of on edge, you know, Oh, are we going to get the numbers? Are we going to hit the numbers? And then when the call, then when it finally finishes, you can sit back and you're like, Oh man. But for like yeah. maybe a day, but then you're like, Oh, now I got to get this thing put together. We're getting all the pages, getting all this. Yeah, it never ends. And, and, and it'll be like a year of work because it, uh, classic monsters, you know, jeez, I, I mean, I've been working on that over a year, really from the time uh, I pitched that idea to crystal Lake publishing then doing you know then gathering up all the uh the writers and then doing the like the pre-launch uh, promotion and then doing the kickstarter and then after that you know putting it all together and i probably worked on that pretty much some at least a little bit every day for a year and now even though we're going to get all the books out hopefully in a week or two it's going to go out you know to trade so it's going to yeah. be in like barnes and noble and stuff in uh in the summer so now we're doing the promotion for that so i've been working on that book for like two years and i heard from the publisher they said they've been getting a lot of orders from bookstores so uh that's gonna be really cool and uh i would love to you know you probably do signings i was just invited to um to do a convention in kentucky louisville and uh where co-host where co robert is from that's right. I was, I was thinking that one of you guys was, was from Kentucky. And I, wait, when is it? I may have to drive up, man. We could have a, I'd, I'd be at the at table. July 8th to the 10th. So that's two days before uh, Classic Monsters officially comes out. So I'll have the books and I'll have the stuff um, from the Kickstarter. I would really? love to have like some like preliminary, preliminary like cold check uh, stuff. By July, I should. I should have all the, I'm hoping to have all the art, I, I, you know, the deadline for the, those scripts was like, it's going to be in February, or March. And I was hoping to have all the art in by April. I would love to like just print out some like little comic. Dude. Yeah. See if you can pitch a, pitch a coal shack panel and, and we'll drive up and join you and, and we'll come up, we'll have a coal shack panel. Yeah. Cause, uh, I could certainly print up stuff like the posters. Yeah. And the prints. And I could, I could, uh, offer up, uh, yeah, I can offer up all of the, uh, Cold check rewards by uh, July. You know, it doesn't take long to have that stuff printed up. Yeah, and if but, you, uh, I mean, you can probably not. But yeah, print up the t-shirt. No, it's, would the t-shirt be too hard? I could print them, but you know, it's always a thing with like size. Sizes. Like, you know, yeah, it actually would be cheaper for me to to you know order them in bulk. But then it's like you know you have to probably get like a thousand t-shirts and like large. Yeah. And, you know, so then you'd have to sit on them a while. Be a problem. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking like, I don't know. That'd be cool to have like, that could be like a tester for a Cole Shack convention, which it wouldn't even be like, just to see what the response was to like a Cole Shack panel or something. I don't know what your role is at it at all. If you even could get a panel, I don't know what exactly is going on there. I'm supposed to be doing a panel. I think I'm supposed to suggest a panel. So yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, if you do a Cole Shack panel, I will drive up free of charge, come up to Louisville <laughs> and I'll join you. However, me and Robert right, can help. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll suggest that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I uh, now I'm a, a cult check expert, so that, yeah. that should be that, Ain't that cool? Like you, it's cool. Like I, and that's another thing. Like I feel like I've studied this. I've crammed so much because I I had never heard of cult check before, like three years ago, and then okay. and then I like crammed it because he told me about it, and I've crammed it all in, and like 
I, I know, like, all right offhand, like, oh, you know, Sangster wrote The Horror in the Heights or whatever. Like, I'm naming stuff and remembering stuff. I'm like, how the hell am I just like, is this coming okay. to me? I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I've been, I'm living with it every day for, for months. Me too. Man, yeah. Quite a lot uh, about culture. I don't know anything. Me and uh, what Mark knows. No, but here's the here's the crazy. And here's what you need to do. If you if start you a Colchak podcast, and then you need to start interviewing Mark for three hours. So then you sit through the interview, and, and then you have to edit and edit it, and then pick it through, and then rehear him say certain phrases twenty five well, times while you're editing it, and then it all the stuff that I talk about is stuff that I I read in his book. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I'm just repeating what, what he wrote. And that's a great book. He gave me the PDF because I couldn't afford any, uh, yeah. re- you know, they're selling them on eBay for like 500 bucks. So he gave me the PDF and, uh, and I'll certainly p- pick it up when he, uh, reprints it. But if we can get him on a panel. I, hey, Mark lives in Ohio, but me, hey, okay. but, so, Hey, for real so here's and we interviewed mark so we interviewed yeah. mark we we're said take hey, over this convention no. so 100 we interviewed mark and he said uh he said man it's not that i wouldn't go to conventions i'd go to whatever convention would have me but i don't get invited to him anymore i'm like who the oh, hell okay. who the hell wouldn't invite mark so i say we invite mark me and robert will come up and we get to well, that way we can actually meet mark and we could be on a pant man that'd be awesome us four i think we could do this yeah like i said they they letting me um suggest some panels man but if you get mark then obviously they have to do they have to do a good call check uh oh yeah which yeah. that would have to be it i don't know who who else is in that i don't know we'll figure it out we'll put out feelers we'll figure it out and that'd be great promotion for uh for the kickstarter especially especially if you have people who might get it afterwards hey i missed the kickstarter well you can always buy it afterwards and yeah you they should be like i said through backer kit i think you could you'd be able to do late pledges. So as long as this stuff uh, still available and we didn't ship it out, you should be able then to still uh, to back it. So yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, I'll suggest that and see, see what happens. But anyway, we're, we're talking and we're going on. Uh, <laughs> you can find out if you just one stop shop at Colshack 50 on Twitter, that is the best place to see updates and stuff or go to the Kickstarter page itself. But he has that pinned to the top, so you shouldn't miss a thing on there. Sign up for the emails, and if after you back, you're going to get the emails. Let's make this thing the most successful anthology Kickstarter ever. Don't know what that is. It's probably super high. But, hey, yeah. this what Fangoria, Bloody Disgusting, uh, Bleeding Cool, this thing is like picking up more steam than even I would have imagined. I, I thought I, I thought people were underselling it because people love love these. You know, they love getting involved with like stuff like hey, seeing this and get. I knew the artist people, the people involved. There'd be there'd be stuff just from that, but I think it even exceeded what I thought. You know. Yeah, I mean, especially I think this weekend it really kind of caught fire, and a lot of people have been sharing it. Uh, and I've been seeing, I've even seen in the in the culture groups people sharing it with. Before I was the only one posting that stuff. I've, yes, I was going to mention. I was going to mention that too. Completely forgot. I see it post. I thought, oh, James posted. No, that ain't James. That's not me. That's like, not oh. James. And well, like, I did have to look too. I was like, did, did I put that up? And someone else put it up. So it always looks better if someone else puts it up. Yeah. Instead of me saying, "Hey, this is my Kickstarter," so I'm, I'm happy about that. So yeah, people people finding it, and uh, and all the, the contributors have been retweeting it oh rod rodney is like the most if he was he retweets any man anything rodney he's like and he he talks about imposter syndrome rodney rodney is one of the best like writers or 
he's he's doing a damn Mandalorian book. So he's I, been amazing with this whole thing, and um, he brought in his own his own artist, uh, Jonathan Mark uh, Baravecchia. Uh, he's been really su- supportive of the whole thing and and helpful. And a lot of the contributors have been been like that. You know, even when I did Classic Monsters, a lot of the contributors didn't like uh, promote it or uh, retweet anything. But they've all been retweeting uh, this one. Kim Newman too was really big. Yes, uh, yeah, out promoting the, the campaign, and that helps. I mean, you you need their support. I mean, uh, with all these campaigns, uh, you do need you do need a lot of money. And a lot of times, you think like, oh, it's made a lot of money. You think like, oh, I'm making a big profit, but there's a lot of overhead. Most of this money goes into the book. Yeah. So like, if we raise a hundred thousand dollars, you're seeing really ninety <laughs> percent of that money is going into the book. So you will see like a hundred thousand dollar book. It's not like I'm pocketing like ninety thousand dollars at all, you know. Hey, and but said, just look at the artists and the writers, and, and you can calculate what it what it would cost because they artists don't come cheap. Yeah, yeah, but no, you're talking about that. I I've looked at the uh, even like the IDW, a pretty big publisher who publishes these turtle books, sixty bucks for a book, fifty bucks for a book. And what yeah. are your hard and your hardcovers? You know what? What are they at? Like even the c- collector hardcover by itself. What is what is the price on it? Sixty. But like I said, that's that's a, that's a limited release. Over two hundred page hardcover, and you know, like a graphic novel. That's, that's thick paper. It's they're really heavy, and uh, yeah, shipping that thing is going to be uh, a lot of money. Yeah, so you're paying basically the same for a specialty Colshack graphic novel that you could go and get a mass produced IDW like TMT TMNT book. You know. That's could you can find anywhere you can find it on anywhere you'd go. So I don't know. That's there, there's so much more we could talk about, uh, James. I've kept you longer than I thought, but this has been fun, man. This has been fun. I love talking Colshack. I love talking Colshack books, Kickstarters, conventions, man. Anything and and we'll we'll we're with you 100, man. Whatever you do, as long as it's great quality Colshack content, I don't doubt you. If this thing turns out bad, uh, you know we're jumping ship, but. I don't, <laughs> Then it's too late. I already have everybody's money, and I'll just go away and uh, go away. Pull. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I couldn't see it being uh, terrible. It's, and it's like you know, well, the the good thing is that like you know, I'm not doing the art, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not writing all the stories. So yeah. uh, I got really good people doing that. So it, it, you know, I think we have that covered. Oh and yeah, then, like, great people even like preparing the book for uh, you know printing and all that. So. Uh, I'm really just coordinating a lot of this stuff. So, you know, yeah. the, real, uh, the, the real autistic stuff uh, uh, is being handled by the, the experts. Yeah. People like Joe, who've been in this business so long in the comic book business, people like Rodney, who uh, Rodney, Mark, Dwoodziak, I, you know, I, and, and those are the names that come off right offhand. There's so many names that I, oh man, there's like so many names tied to it. Like I think that half of them. That's why I, whenever I do an interview, I, I keep the, uh, I keep, uh, a word document of everybody involved. Yeah. So I was half of the names. Yeah. But you know, there's so much here, uh, man, just go back it, go look at it, go take a peek at it. If you're curious, uh, even if you just don't want to get the book, go pledge two bucks to it, you know, do something and, you know, let's make this successful. Even if you're, you know, you're listening to this podcast, you're like, you know, I don't know if I need that, you know, just do what you can, because this is something that I think could be huge. And, Think of it this way: if there's enough, if there's enough interest in Cole Shack, the sky's the limit. You've already heard him talk about TV execs, yeah. uh, people, you know, board game people. 
if you want Cole Shack and Pop Culture, go put $2 to this. If everybody listening has put $2, $2, you know, even if it's, you know, 200, 300 people, having people listen, you know, you might get 2000 bucks extra, but hey, anything is, is helpful, you know. So go out there, do that, do whatever you can. James, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been a blast. Thank you. It's always great, you know, be on the podcast and talking about Cole Shack. Yeah, uh, Aquaman rules. Have you watched Peacemaker and heard, seen that yet? I saw the first episode. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Okay, he makes an Aquaman reference first episode. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I read an article about that. That was It was supposed to be uh, Batman or something, and DC wouldn't allow it. Really? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah. I, lo- I love Aquaman, though, man. Love, <laughs> when we, and especially here, we love Cole Shack on Cole Shack's Loop. James, thank you for this, man. Uh, thank you. We'll see you. Well, I'm sure we'll have you on when things, you know, later on, if we do this Cole Shack thing. Yeah. Panel with Mark, we'll do something, man. I'm sure no matter what it is, we'll see you around sometime in the week. Yeah, I think we'll get that done. 